Atlanta. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're ah. you're glad you're lucky. I fucking mute that track before we start. Otherwise, they would just hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they heard that over the fucking uh, the fucking intro. Hi, everybody. I am your host, Matt, aka Legion Rex, and welcome to the podcast where Shane peaked his mic right before the um, podcast started. Atlanta. So if you if you hear uh, a mic echoing in the background. Sounding really uh, distorted. That's because Shane broke his mic. So yeah, just blame I it on me. It's my fault. Yeah. Oh, you, you're the one who peaked it. So <laughs> it's actually it's Matt's fault. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's my fault. It's all my fault. Yeah, for he, he's the host. He takes the blame. Yeah, yeah, I take the blame. It's all my fault. With Fuck me, I also have I, have. I have Shane, the beaded one. How you doing today, Shane? You know, fair. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good mood. That's a mood. It's a mood. With us, we also have our co-host, Spencer. How you doing today, Spencer? What is this young Martha Stewart-looking motherfucker making a creme brulee? What? I'm what? <laughs> what? What? So, she is loving this creme brulee, dude. <laughs> what are you I talking think, about? I don't think this is legal to... <laughs> To, to show on TV at like, I don't oh, think this is legal. at like 11 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Dude, are you I'm watching good. like daytime television? I mean, my dad put it on, so I just muted it. But what is? Hey, are you on like the cooking channel? The food food no, I'm on Global, dude. What the? Oh, what they the? do do cooking shit on Global because they're weird. Yeah. Anyways, I'm good. I got a delicious Mountain Dew. Of Let course. me see if you can get some ASMR. As always. No. no. Sorry, no. I didn't shake no. it. No, no, no. Um, and I'm excited to talk about another. Yes. And with us, we also have the man who picked another, the anime itself. Josh, how are you doing today, Josh? Yes. Okay. Also fair. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have a, uh, we're actually kind of in a limited time space to record this episode. So this episode might move a little quickly. Uh, but it, it probably wouldn't know, have been that quick to begin with anyway. Yeah, no, because we have, because uh, we talked simulcast. We have a couple, little, we have a little bit to talk about since the season just started up, but only a little bit. Next week, we'll have more substantial stuff to talk about since most of the shows would have started by then or at the very least have premiered and then also we have one piece of news that you guys right counted one we have one piece of news singular uh, piece of news does, does, it has, is, does it have something to do with one piece because it would be one piece of news for one piece shut the fuck no Please, it does that not be pretty big news <sighs> that's depressing no, no, it does not, and thankfully, it is it is a is a it is a big one. So. <laughs> big news! Big news! Anyway, let's get started. Please. All right. Hey, let's get started. Let's start with some simulcast stuff. So I didn't watch any simulcast stuff because I was very busy this pre- this past week doing a whole load of stuff with school and work and just a bunch of stuff. So I was not able to watch any of the new shows. However, this weekend I will more than likely finally be able to which is nice uh but with that being said shane and spencer did uh and i don't know about josh i don't hey now i've watched one one single in that case case, everybody but me go fuck myself i guess all right so uh let's start uh let's start with uh let's start with josh because i think him and josh watched this uh, josh and spencer watched the shame show so let's go to that yeah okay so brief 
You keep it brief. The only simulcast yeah. so far I've watched today is the overly cautious hero. And as someone who watches a lot of Isekai, here's my brief thing. The main character is original. Everyone else is pretty basic, but it's pretty funny and it's got some good potential. Fair. Uh, Fair. Very, very concise. Very, very quick, very concise, very well-spoken. Spencer, how about you? You watched, you watched Cossus here, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I did. Um, equally as concise, uh, the main character is something I've never actually seen in an Isekai before. Actually, really in anime, I haven't seen a character like this to this degree. Um, the goddess fits the... Go- the the useless goddess role, even though if the main character wasn't cautious, she wouldn't be useless. Um, and this is a special kind of isekai, because it's the first isekai in quite some time that I've actually found myself laughing at, like genuinely laughing. Uh, it's good. It's good? Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. All right. Any other sh- Okay. Uh, I'm pretty... Spencer also watched about those, but we can... All right. Same Spencer. Take the wheels. Uh, you guys can... Or focus on simulcasts because this is your this is your section. So, okay, Shane, do you want to go, go first? right ahead? I mean, you might as well just finish up what you were what you have to talk about before I get into mine because I have like three seconds to talk about. Okay, um, I also watched the wrestling. Uh, oh, Kimono Michi. Kimono Michi, and I that was good. it's it's also pretty funny if you can get past the whole gimmick of like. It's a wrestler who loves animals and monologues to himself. So what you're but saying like, is that if you don't like wrestling or animals or monologuing. My yes. question is, why wouldn't you like monologuing or animals? I'm not putting wrestling in there because I know a lot of people who don't like wrestling. Like, but, like, the best part is that, like, he gets called out in, like, the first two minutes of the show for his monologuing because... His agent comes in and is like, what are you doing? And the, the, the fucking Tiger Mask man looks at him and goes, I was monologuing. Why are you interrupting? Oh, that's what that was from. Yeah. Okay. That's from Kimonomichi. Okay, that's uh, actually pretty funny. Yeah. He needs to defeat this one, this, this last villain, win the championship, and then retire. Because he wants to open up a pet shop. Because he loves pets. <laughs> And then he gets summoned in the middle of the match um, with his little dog companion. And then the princess is like, yo, you're, you're our hero. Um, defeat all these monsters. And he's like, okay, sure. And he's like, wait, are these monsters animals? And she's like, uh, yeah. And then he like picks her up and she's like oh hero we can't do that yet wait until you finish your mission and he goes psych and german suplexes her and then she and dies fucking, like and then uh it's good uh there's some fan service but if you can get past that it's nothing too like fucking bad uh that's good i also watch hero i watch um the bookworm isekai yes uh, the bookworm isekai, from what I gathered, uh, it's all right. There's I too think, many isekais. There's so many yes. fucking isekais. So I think the, I think the the main character is is, is cute, and the, the premise is cool. Uh, and then the last one I watched so far was uh the 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 book the board game club. Yeah, 
After School and Dice Hor- Club, I think is the After name. After School Dice Club, yes. Yeah. That's what's this looks cute. It's it's straight up. It's just cute girls doing cute things. Like it's not going to win any awards, but it looks nice. The characters are adorable and they're fun, and I love learning about board games. So, if you need if you need a light, in. fluffy slice of life, this is the oh, show. This, this is, is the, it. This is it. This is like the lightest. Mm. <laughs> well, this well lightest this, this season. Okay, this season. Yeah, I'll say that, but. I know. I'm not going to trample on your fucking beloved Euro camp. I'm well, no, I'm just. Camp it's, not even, it's not even Euro camp is the lightest. Just, there's a lot of slice of life how there. Can your camp be, uh, how can Euro camp be light? They have to lug around all that fucking camp equipment all the time. Euro camp is trying to fill you, your man. dark soul with light! With light! <laughs> anyway. That's what funny. You. So I, uh, out of all the shows I'm watching, only two started. Um, so I have very brief things to talk about. Uh, Radiant started up again, season two premiered, and that premiere was pretty good. Uh, it, 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 it went in the direction I wanted it to go after the first season, which is they're kind of dumping a lot of the bullshit comedy stuff in favor of more dark, dramatic elements, and that's exactly the direction I wanted it to go after the ending of the first season that was surprisingly fucked. Uh, so that's good. And then the other show, the new show I'm watching, that the only one that I'm watching that started was Ahiru no Sora, which is the basketball show. Oh, yeah, this. I'm excited for this. Yes. And a lot I'm of people, I'm seeing a lot of reviewers give it shit. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, because this shit was lit. The way I describe it is it's generic sports anime done to near perfection. Like, They're giving it shit because it's Haikyuu, and Haikyuu is, like, the best-reviewed fucking sports show in a yeah. long time. That's the only, they gave Kuro Basket shit, too. That's so. the only reason they're giving a shit is because the writing is there, the direction is there, the characterization is there, the visuals are there, the music is there, everything is there. It's just that it's, like, baseline generic sports anime. You've seen this a thousand times before. If you can get past that, there's so much more to witness. And already, first episode, has contender for best male character of the year. I'm not even joking. Is it the Afro guy? It's the Afro guy. He, it's always the Afro he guy. He is fucking incredible. I love him so much. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it, it, if you're looking for a sports show to watch, watch Ahiru no Sora because it's it started off really strongly. Yeah, I, this is one of this is one I've been very excited for, mainly because the animation looks incredible. Oh, once uh, they get going into the actual like basketball matches, it, it, it steps it up. Oh shit! Eh, all right, so and that's all I uh, have to talk about. <laughs> yeah, next week we'll have more to talk about since most of the shows would have since we have a lot of premieres yet. Although and, and next, although we'll have we'll still have to wait two podcasts to cover My Hero. Yeah, uh, because My Hero airs next Saturday. So. Yeah, and also My Hero such as a recap, so I don't know. <laughs> if uh, so I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if we're gonna talk if we're gonna even talk about it uh, during and so we might need to wait till like the end of the fucking month. So who knows? And with that, we are done simulcast. There's not much to talk again. Not much to talk about here. Uh, and now we move on to our final piece. Our final <laughs> piece of news, which is a biggie, uh, because this uh, because. Uh, because uh, I'm pretty sure this news dropped after we recorded last week, um, and that, uh, and that's about uh, and, and that's about Demon Slayer. 
Uh, oh, the right. Yeah, this is the piece of news that dropped uh, Demon Slayer. So Demon Slayer is coming back, of course, as we all suspected, but not in the way that we so thought. Uh, the 26th final episode of Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, television anime, announced with a teaser that in a sequel, in a sequel film, Kimitsu no Yaiba, Mugen Resenhen, also known as Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, Demon Train Arc, has been greenlit. Haruyo Sotozaki, the director of the show, along with Tales of Sensei the X and Tales of Sifo near the animation, is once again directing the film as Befoldable, and Akira Musashima, who is with the, with the character designer uh, of Maria Watches Over Us and Tales of Sensei the X will return as character designer. The entire main cast will also return. Uh, everyone here is a fan of Demon Slayer, and I started watching Demon Slayer, so mm-hmm. you can count me among those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys though expect um like a movie to be the continuation no. and not a season two? I did not expect that at all. He, he, yeah. here, here's the thing. I know I don't watch very many foldable shows, but I know how they operate. So in the back of my head, I was 50-50. Oh, they're either going to announce a season two or it's going to be a fucking movie. And it's going to be a sequel movie, not a spinoff or a non-canon thing. It's going to be an actual continuation, which I'm fine with because it's going to be quality. And I've heard from basically everyone who read the manga, this is one of the best arcs. But I hope to God that this isn't one of those things that is impossible to find. Because I want to fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be licensed by Antiplex, probably, because Antiplex licenses all the affordable stuff, which means that Funimation will have, will probably pick it up for, like, for, like, theatrical distribution and actually release the thing. I hope it gets released, like, on, like, you know, Blu-ray at a reasonable price. Let's Japan. Anything, you know, or... We can get screwed by Ghibli like we are for all the other anime films in this area. Uh, fuck it, uh, fucking, yeah, because we didn't, because fun fact, boys, we didn't get, uh, for everyone listening, we didn't get Bunny Girl. And it really sucks, but we didn't get the Bunny Girl. Instead, Ghibli, the, uh, GK, I'm pretty, I think. This, the theaters in this area have us deal with G Kids now because G Kids is in charge of the, Ghibli releases, and we also got Promare instead yeah. of Bunny Girl. So I think we might just have a deal with G Kids, you know, after Mirai comes out. But okay, yeah. Um, and I hope to, I pray to God that if we don't get One Piece because of the stupid fucking Ghibli fest, I'm gonna fucking lose it. I'm gonna kill I someone because I want to see One Piece. But listen, I, I think if we'll that happens, Piece. guys, if that happens, we need to bite the bullet. We need to hop on a fucking bus. Go to Detroit. I'm going to Toronto. We are not. I am not doing that. (laughs) Can we just go to... If it's playing in Detroit... No, Detroit, not Toronto. Yeah, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Fuck that. You're not going... Literally, it's it's across... It's it's like literally across like the border. Yeah, but it's also Detroit. I know my way around Detroit. I can protect you, Shane. If you haven't been in a while, you don't have the right to talk about Detroit. It's, it's also actually, not as bad as it used it's, to be. It's so much better. I love going to Detroit. It's such a okay, nice I don't know about town. that, but No, yeah. it's it it's turned around so much that people who have gone who, who have been like like years ago don't know what's happening with the city. It's very nice now. Yeah, it's not that it's it's honestly not that it's not honestly not as bad as it used to be. It's uh, not like Chicago. I mean, 
not even wins is like Chicago. Wins is a godsend compared to Chicago. So yeah. I yeah, so like wow, like if uh, so, but anyways, Demon Slayer is getting the sequel movie. It's likely because the next arc is like fourteen chap only fourteen chapters, and it's only it takes place entirely on a train, and I don't think they want to have like half a core on a train. It probably wouldn't even be half a core. It would probably be like six episodes, yeah, like six episodes out of twenty six. So yeah, that being said, I don't would they even I don't but I but but also because the next arc after this is like. Fucking 40. It's like forty chapters. Yeah. yeah. So like, so like, so and since Demon Slayer, admittedly, adapts at like one to two chapters an episode. Yeah, I actually that, I went on the wiki to look, and yeah, the first season is fifty two chapters, but it's spread it out across like so, three or four arcs. So slowly, it adapts so slowly compared to other shonen. It's so it's so weird. It's so weird. It's pace. It, I didn't know. I thought they were adapting like four to three to four because it was paced so quickly and so like so well but nope one to two they might just they just added a bunch of shit yeah they just add a bunch of shit to make it like longer and more visually yeah. appealing yeah which is yeah which i like which is cool it's amazing yeah yeah especially yeah. the fight the the fight with the uh the drum demon where tanjiro's like flipping around the the room and shit that's fucking because mm-hmm. that's like CG. four panels in the manga Man, oh, I just K. Okay, I so I've been I've had a, a weird like because I stumbled across a piece of music and then I fell into the rabbit hole of listening to the OST for Demon Slayer and the entire soundtrack is fucking perfection, dude. Tell oh him, tell him why, Matt. Yuki Kajra, Yuki Kajra is a god. I love what her. Is, what has she done? Madoka Magica. Okay. That's all Fate, you need that's to know. That's all I need to know. Fate Zero, uh, Sword Art Online, a uh, bunch of other stuff. Basically, everything, every soundtrack she has touched is pretty much excellent, like from top to bottom. So, uh, but uh, I still think Madoka is better uh, in terms of soundtracks. But this is this is close. Well, this yeah, really but good. I, I I can't give Madoka a soundtrack of the year. I could give it soundtrack of the decade, but not the year. <laughs> decade uh but uh but yeah so wait did, uh, Ma- did maduka come out wait no the 2011 2011 okay yep never it mind I was this little... decade so i thought it was 20 i thought it was 2008 nope wow no uh but uh uh but uh yeah so demon say is coming back lightly so Euphoria continues its trend of being absolutely unkind to newcomers. So like, yeah, why can't so, they just be fucking normal? <laughs> <laughs> because Euphoria is taking you. Euphoria is taking the Yoko Taro approach to stuff, where it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. You can watch it, but if you didn't get the pamphlet from the stage play that was only in Japan, you won't understand. The backstory to the third book in the graphic novel series if that you... allows you to step into the video game, but only for path C, because path A, B, and D are extra, path C leads you into the fourth chapter of, which the, is the, actual of, canon the, of the actual book, which is canon. If you didn't Wait, play the stupid spin-off any- mobile game that's also a series prequel that goes into the lore of everything up until this point, you're going to be lost, son. Welcome, Kingdom Hearts. I thought ending E was canon. 
All right, we're moving on. Ah, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure ending E was canon. Yes, ending E was canon, Josh. Okay, I'm making so, a cause... fucking joke, Josh. <laughs> ending, ending, I don't know, dude. It's Yoko Taro. How should I know? That's gonna be that's gonna be the title. Was ending E canon? <laughs> was ed- was listen, ending E. Listen, it's Yoko Taro. How do I know if you're being serious or not? I you mean, don't think for, about it. <laughs> okay, but also for ninety percent of that, I was serious. It was only yeah. the ending C that I forgot. Uh, okay, but uh, all right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I also am dying, so I apologize. Uh, Did you die a little quieter? Sorry, hang on. <laughs> Thank you. You're that, Thank you. Yeah, that, that's much better. Thank you. All right. Uh, with that, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to our featured anime of the podcast, and that is the mystery horror supernatural show. Another, directed by Tsutsumu Mitsushima and written by Ryo Higaki from Studio PA Works. It aired for 12 episodes from January 10th, 2012 to March 27th, 2012. And is currently licensed by Sentai Film Works. And you can go find it on Crunchyroll. Uh, not and High Dive. Dive. Yes. Oh, it's on High Dive. Yeah, it's on both. Uh, it's on High Dive, but only in sub. There is the no, dub, is not- dub is not legally available unless you buy that Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah I watched the, US, the dub. Apparently. Yeah, unless you gotta... What? Well, guys, I guess it's time for today's sponsor, NordVPN. <laughs> Are you having troubles and want to watch stuff that's region-locked in your country? Well, NordVPN allows you to easily swap your router's connection points to wherever you want in the world. So you can mm-hmm. watch that anime that's only in America or only available in Japan. Why NordVPN. not? NordVPN. Why not ExpressVPN? Use code www.norvpn.com slash BGN. <laughs> That's a really BG- long the wrong channel. BG- no, listen, BGN gap. B- 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 use code. Sh- shut the hell up, bro. You <laughs> fucking teeth in. Use code BGN slash gap for a free one minute trial. Oh, perfect. Wait, wait. Oh, shit. Shane. Yeah. I'm getting news. Oh, it's I'm big getting news big time. News. A big news? One, one second. This episode of The Gap is brought to you by University Debt. Do you want to wow. get ahead in life but don't like money? Don't well, go to up. school, idiots. <laughs> well, sign up for university right now and you can throw your money away for the chance of maybe getting more in the future. But yes. if you go to your registrar's office and sign up with the code the gap, you will get a five hundred dollar bursary that you will eventually have to pay back because that will maybe cover two of your classes. Who's got two thumbs and is seventeen thousand dollars in debt? This guy. Same here. Who's got two thumbs and is probably gonna be more in debt because law school? This guy. Anyway, another yeah, I'm only ten. I'm yeah, only ten. Yeah, oh, let, I'm only two grand in debt, so you know. Yeah, let's talk another. Uh, let's talk another. Another takes place. Uh, another takes place. I, I'm pretty sure. 1998. In, yeah, 1998. Uh, takes place in the year of 1998 and follows Koichi Sakikibara, who is a who is a 15 year old boy who moves to a new, uh, who moves to a new town moves to a new town and joins the uh <laughs> the what he believes to be the haunted class of class 
three three. Uh, what? Why is three three haunted? Well, back in the day, there was a popular student who died, but one, but the students pretended that the student stayed alive, and because of that, that led it to a that led it to a phenomenon known as the calamity. This calamity, uh, this calamity causes that whenever there's an extra student, people in the class start to die, and of course. And of course, this starts to happen when Saki Guevara is around, and 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 not around along with and along with him meeting a mysterious girl with an eye patch known as Mei Misaki, named Misaki, and the two of them start to work together to try to figure out the mystery behind the calamity. Uh, this show is really divisive, and I have some thoughts on it that is going to kind of be different than the rest of y'all. So can you please? So I'm going to let everyone else. Uh, Go first. Yeah. So Matt's got his I'll hot takes. With, yeah, I got a pretty hot date for this. So I'm going to start with Josh, though, because he's the one who, uh, uh, to, uh, um, who, who chose uh, this the show. Thank uh, you. This is Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Yes, this is another. It's a show I chose because I first watched this show back in my early days of anime watching, I think probably about 2014. Yeah. And, I actually thought it was pretty amazing, but it was also the first horror anime I've ever watched. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, Shane. Sorry. So, this show, after rewatching again, I do realize some of the Wanderlust has um, faded off. However, it is still a pretty decent show. The big things that it has going for it is its atmosphere, soundtrack, that's about it. It's actually very very well done the atmosphere especially is very chilling agreed and the fir- the first two episodes show so much potential for the show if they just kept doing what they did in the first two episodes this show would have been a excellent excellent j-horror but sadly through fault of ridiculous deaths and plain flat characters the show just kind of falls off after it starts going, and you're just sitting there like, the only interesting about this is Mei Masaki, or as I like to call, Bay Masaki. Okay. Okay. But right. it's still a pretty decent horror. All right, Spencer? I actually want Shane to go because I also have some hot takes. All right, oh, Shane? God, two hot takes? I can't deal with this shit. Anyway. <laughs> All right, um, Shane? This show's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> fucking, okay. Nice. I I watched this on a whim, like, two years ago. I was sitting in my hotel room on vacation in Jamaica. I was like, man. You watched it in Jamaica? Yeah. In Jamaica. That's, that's the first time I watched it was in Jamaica, because it was, like, late at night, and I'm like, I'm not sleepy. Let's find something to watch. So I browsed. Let's watch a spooky show. I browsed through Crunchyroll and I found another. I'm like, okay, this looks pretty interesting. Oh, it's PA Works. They're a very good studio. And then, like, three episodes in, we get to Umbrella Girl. And I didn't mean to, but I burst out laughing as this poor girl gets impaled on her own umbrella. I'm like, it's going to be one of those shows. And sure enough, by the end, it was one of those shows. I'll give it credit where credit is due. Direction is on point. The atmosphere is menacing to say the least. It's it's got good things in it, 
but my biggest problem with it is that it takes itself way too fucking seriously and expects me to do the same. And I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> because when you have a group of kids that get crushed by a chandelier only for one of them to escape the clutches and then immediately get crushed by a stone pillar, I'm just sitting there like, this is this is the fucking comedy of the year. Hey, now, don't forget the kid that gets sniped by a bolt of lightning. <laughs> or the that fucking lit. Or fucking Akazawa right at the end get, doesn't get hit by the lightning, but the lightning... It, the light shatters, shatters the all the windows in the entire mansion and she gets impaled by the shards. Like, you expect me to take this shit 100% seriously and I can't. And that's its biggest also, problem. Also, you expect me to feel bad for you when you're literally trying to kill May? Yeah. Like, she's yeah. like, oh, I'm so sad. I just wanted to go out with you. I liked you. It's like, well, sucks for you. You tried to kill both me. You stabbed me in the arm. <laughs> This show has had a lot of potential to be good, but I'm sorry, I don't see it. I right, Spencer? To say that this show's atmosphere is oppressive is an understatement. Oh, uh, this is an oppressive fucking show. It's, okay. mm-hmm. it's, it's oppressive. I have never felt more... I How do I put this? Respectfully uncomfortable... <laughs> I mean, then, hell, when he, this sh- and the show. When I he mean, goes into the doll shop, that is extremely. You just feel a sense of unease. Fucking chills, dude. I was, oh, mm, oh no, I hate dolls. By the way, I hate them. So that <laughs> at that point, I'm done. Something. And just the dead. They don't play any music in the store. It's just dead silent, and all you hear is this: the sound of his footsteps on the wood. It's a very, very heavy atmosphere that makes you feel very uneasy now maybe my opinion has changed because i've recently gone back and rewatched the ring um both the original and the american one by Verbinski. uh but this is peak j horror it is it the whole concept is you know generational curses um oppressive nature the fact that you can't stop it no matter how much you want to there is no getting away from this curse unless you resort to murder (laughs) unless you resort to murder and even then it might come back next year sucks it's it sucks and you can tell and you can feel that that like i agree with what matt's gonna say and what shane said as well because, yeah, some of these deaths are downright hilarious. I couldn't help but laugh. Like, the umbrella, the chandelier, and the, the podium are the three that get me. Because the umbrella is, like, I had to think, like, okay, if you buy it, it, an umbrella whose tip can double as a dagger, maybe you shouldn't run down the stairs with that thing. <laughs> or, or, if, <sighs> if, if you're, if the house is crumbling around, look before you leap. Also, how did that one man s- survive? Did he get trapped under the dead bodies? It doesn't matter because a stone pillar just got pushed off screen. Yeah, that shit sucks, was great. You know. That shit was great. I'm sorry, that shit was great. Fucking like, he gets up it. and just. <laughs> I've escaped. Big uh, <laughs> I made it. Yes, I made but, it. Jokes on you, kiddo. 
the directing in this show is picture perfect. Uh, the animation, I mean, it, it's PA works. Like we know they oh, yeah. do good work. Yeah. Um, and some of the deaths, uh, specifically the one that gets me the most is the elevator, because I actually have a fear of elevators. I don't like to take them. Yeah. I would rather I, I, I would rather take stairs or anything else, but in, in elevator, I hate like so that got me. And the teacher, the teacher. I'll give one I'll the, give the show that. <laughs> the teacher's death is one of the most brutal and like. It's disturbing. Disturbing. Yeah. It very it's extremely it's, disturbing. It it gives me shivers. And after watching it, uh, I saw points of absolute like perfection and visual storytelling. But it ain't perfect. And we'll get to that when we get to that. But I this is my first time watching it and I genuinely enjoyed almost every second of it. All right, time for your hot takes, Maddie. All right, so when I first watched this show back in 2012, uh, back when I uh, back in 2012, which is uh, back in 2012, I want to say like about half a year after it came out, uh, I did not get it like at all. Uh, I didn't like it. Uh, I just I thought it was stupid. Uh, uh, and in, uh, I, and I, I, per, I personally like just, just wrote, like I finished it, wrote it off as just another failed horror anime. Cause at the time I had this stupid mindset that I horror, that anime couldn't do horror correctly. Uh, and I, I kept like, and I was, and I was, and I was like, oh yeah, like fucking, fucking, an- it's like anime can't be scary. Haha. <laughs> Try to scare me, bitch. Uh, cause I was dumb and a dumb teenager and I'm still dumb, but now I'm a dumb adult. So I'm slightly a little bit more, I'm just a, uh, what more we call profoundly a, dumb. I'm more profoundly dumb. Uh, cut to like literally a fucking like seven years later, I be watching another for this. Uh, and so after all the memes have been made about the depths after the discussion and like all that stuff, I'm rewatching another, and I'm fucking sorry. This show is fucking fantastic. Uh, this is probably the best example. This is the first time I've seen anime get J horror right. Uh, it's been so it's been so long since I since like uh, I've seen something like this. And after years of appreciating different types of horror films, just not just from Japan, but also from from America. And the fact that like this show lives and breeds all kinds of horror. You got the J horror with the atmosphere elements and the mystery stuff, but it's also very clear that the that the that the right that the writers and directors and everyone involved in this really love Western horror too, because it's got the gore, it's got the disturbing deaths, and it's got the and it's got the really creative ways to kill people that are in Western horror. Uh, and I and it just lives and breathes all kinds of influence, and I love how it and and i love how it looks it looks great it 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 looked great it moves great it sounds great the score is godlike um and it had you know the score is godlike and may is a fit and and may carries this show on her back she's great it's in it's great the ending's a little bit of a mess but we'll get into that that's less of a fault of the show itself and more of a fault of really garbage adaptation but we'll also get into that so 
Let's move on. Let's talk about favorite episodes. Shane, what's your favorite episode of another? I'm going to cheat like I have been lately. You've been cheating a lot. I don't know. Mm. (laughs) Okay, I'll pick one because it was between two. And this is when things really get batshit insane. Everyone starts losing their fucking minds. So my favorite episode is episode 11. Oh, that's actually a really good episode. Like, I love it. This this is the point where they they finally single out what exactly is causing all this shit, and everyone goes fucking insane. It's just, like, mob mentality, we need to kill May or else we will all die. And so everyone goes fucking batshit insane, starts, like, slaughtering everyone they can see. It just goes fucking crazy, and... This is, like, the peak of the show for me. Because once everyone figures out what exactly is happening and what they need to do, and everyone just fucking turn, does a 180. It's like, all right, time to kill all of our classmates. <laughs> it's, yeah, so, it's so fucking dying. good. <laughs> like, everyone just starts fucking dropping. <laughs> and it's like, it's not even like they're killing each other. Everyone's going for May. It's just that everyone dies in the process of trying to kill May because they're all stupid fucking kids. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's fucking great. And I'm just sitting there, just slack-jawed in awe, looking at the chaos on screen. And I'm like, you know what? If the entire show was like this, I probably would have liked it more. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Josh, what's your favorite episode of the show? Hmm. Okay, so like I said when I was talking about the show in general, the first two episodes were fucking brilliant. And out of the two, my favorite episode is actually episode two. I it just it sets up the mystery. It starts setting up the mystery behind May. Going into the doll shop was one of the creepiest things. In the entire show. Is she a the, ghost? The sound design, the sound design behind it, the soundtrack behind it was all per oh, give me a sec. Ah uh, hell nah. What? Oh hell. Ain't no crickets in my damn room. <laughs> damn crickets! <laughs> you know what? I, I feel that because there's crickets all over my fucking house. I don't know where they get in. <laughs> Got it. I love how I love how I just hear oh hell that I'm like wait what uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, you ain't hopping away you ain't hopping away fuck that bitch ass cricket not I my fucking it. house yeah I got it yeah anyways as I was saying <clears throat> as I was saying episode two is just a perfect example of how atmosphere can make everything just amazing mm-hmm. all right all right Spencer I'm gonna give the best episode to episode one. Oh, oh this is a great this is a great premiere. premiere. Uh, this premiere this premiere does everything premiere perfect. Um atmosphere setup. Characterization setup. Everybody seems like they're such good people. But <laughs> is May a, a ghost? Go. Is she really? What's May Misaki? Why is she being ignored? Why does it seem like only Koichi can see her? Like, is she actually a ghost? Is Koichi going insane? Or is there something more to it? 
and it shows that you don't need a death to be genuinely frightening. You don't need gore to be oppressive in nature. What you need is a good score, and when you don't need a good score, you need silence. Oh, great sound design. This show has a great sound design. Silence is one of the scariest things you can have in life. The absence of sound, because we're so used to it, that when an anime or even in, in real life, when you're walking down somewhere and like you only have your footsteps or you have no sound at all, it's silent. Your brain starts to overreact and think. And that's what this show is all about, is playing off of that primal fear of, 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 of not knowing what's happening or what's going. And this premiere sets everything up from the beginning, and it's perfect. All right, Matt, what's your favorite episode? Mine's a little odd, because apparently that's my, that's my gimmick this episode. I'm odd. <laughs> uh, but um, mine's a little odd. Um, it's mainly it, it, because because once the deaths start happening, it, the deaths are pretty much like every episode. Like every episode, at least one or two deaths in order to like keep the tension up. This is the only episode in that run that does not have any deaths, and that's episode six, face to face. Mainly because this episode is about the development between Koichi and May's friendship, uh, which is one of the strongest elements of the entire series, and is one of the it's one of the major things that makes both Koichi and May actually likable, really likable characters. Uh, they uh, their their friendship here is developed in a way that works and makes a ton of sense, uh, and it you know and it's. No, and I don't. And it's interesting to me that the show. It's but the most impressive thing is that even though not much happens in this particular episode, because it focuses so much on the on building their friendship and making and making and a lot and uh, giving off uh, some exposition onto what's exactly going on, it's still fucking creepy. It still manages to be creepy, and it still manages to keep that atmosphere intact which I think is a testament to both the writing and directing on hand with this show. So I really just, I re- that episode is the clearest example. And also the mix of tones as well as this show effortlessly changes from being like oppressive and atmospheric to fucking insane. And I love, and I love when horror does that. So yeah, I just, lo- I just really love, I just really love that episode because it's a great example of what the, the great stuff that's in this show. All right, let's talk about characters, which is honestly probably one of the weak points of the show, to be honest. But let's, uh, let's get into it anyways. Best character, we probably have all the same. Uh, I assume all the same we're ones. mostly going to be similar for this. Yeah, so I'll start, I'll start it off. All right, May Misaki. May Misaki. Who does not May Misaki? Koichi. Okay, so the two of these. All right. Listen. All right. Let's let's have Spencer start first because he's the only one that's not. Yeah. Mister Standout. So as much as I like May, um, and I understand her point and her character and her backstory and all that. For the first couple episodes, you're you're stuck with Koichi in your support for the entire show, but May is just kind of there. She's like, shh, don't worry about it. I'm cool. And you're like, okay, I guess she's cool. But you don't know that she's cool. 
You do know, however, that Koichi Sakiabara is a confused high school male who doesn't know what the hell is going on. Much like most of us were in high school, but... Yeah. And... Yeah. And whether it be, you know, him wanting to be friends with May, who he thinks might be a ghost or dead, which I guess will make her a ghost, but don't worry about it. What about um, a dead ghost? Shit. A super <laughs> ghost? Yeah. Like, no, the go a ghost of a ghost. A ghost mega a ghost. ghost. A, but then... A, no, go ahead, Drake. Go ahead. No, no, I, I forgot what it was. It is your joke. No, I don't joke. have a joke anymore. Okay, fine then. Um, <laughs> your life is a joke. Oh, wow. Shit. Wow. Shit. You know what? I should but I love you. For that. There you go. Um, All right, let's kiss. But, like, yeah, once the deaths kind of continue and the class is, like, cuts him out completely and starts ignoring him, you're like, oh, shit. Maybe this is more serious. And then you're like, wait a second. Wait. And then you then pieces just start to fall apart. And then you put like new pieces back together to like resolve the mystery. And then he's dancing with Mei Misaki because nobody's just, uh, that sure. That would that, that, happen. That's a dream. I don't know why people don't understand that. The that's fucking a dream. dream Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, a dream. dream sequence. We know it's a dream sequence. I just found it funny. Yeah, uh, he wants to. He I wants love. to date May. He wants yeah. to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they probably low, low key. They probably do end up getting together in the end. Like he want. He wants to do the home run. Mm -hmm. He wants to knock it out of a park. You know, one of she she is. To, I'm the pitcher. You're the catcher. Okay. The bottom and move it somewhere else. <laughs> because exactly. Listen. She is pretty cute. I'll give her that. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. And I also <coughs> like Koichi because he's, he tries to be like, hey, other girl, uh, that's not May. But I, what was her name? Which one? Izumi. Uh, Are you talking about Izumi? Yes. Yes, I am talking about Izumi. Thank you. He's like, hey, you're pretty cool. I'm not into you. You want to make that very clear. I'm not. But, but I also don't want you to die for no reason. So, you know. Cool. Let's. You, you seem pretty cool, kid. Come on in. It's basically, he's, he's crazy taxi. That's what he is. Okay. <laughs> now let's talk about the real, the real best character. Maybe Saki. A character filled with intrigue. One of the only characters that actually has character. She's easily the most interesting one. Yeah, she's got the best design. I love her design. Yes. Uh, striking design. Yeah, compared to all of these fucking nobodies that are like generic anime cutouts, number one, two, She three. just sticks, she sticks out. Yeah. In a good way. She sticks the... out from the crowd. And she, ha she has the she has the most well defined personality out of all of them too. Very, yeah. She's very understanding of what's going on and just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> she has great connections with Koichi. Mm -hmm. The way she interacts yeah. with him, the way they first meet is very interesting too. At the hospital, 
And then the first time she talks to him is to scare him when she's standing behind the doll modeled after her. Boo, bitch. Boo. Boo. She has the trademark eye patch. Of course. Of course. Which just gives her extra points. She's a very, very well-rounded, well-defined character. Yeah. Easily the most interesting out of all of these fucking... she makes this shit cutouts well she actually has backstory you know her cousin died who was actually (gasps) her sister (gasps) thus connecting the reason the first death on april yeah yeah your lie is in april anyway her her mom is her mom her mom is a bitch yeah her mom's weird Because she's only in, like, that one scene, and you can tell Mm -hmm. something's off, but they never portray her as, like, an abusive mother or, like, a neglectful mother. It's it's just you... Something's just off. Yeah, it's like she's a normal-ass mom, but you can tell something's weird about her. Yeah. But they never go into more of that, but, you know. Yeah. Because there's really... There's no need to. Yeah. Yeah, it's not important. It's not important, Mm -hmm. and and that one scene did more than enough to give Mm -hmm. you five, so... She's in a, She's just a very, very good character. Yeah, she cute. I, yeah, she cute. is cute. She's a cutie. I protect. Protect. I have my doll's I won't eye let that no, can see the color of death. I won't let no monsters hurt you. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Do you have anything else to add, Shane? Or. No. Yeah, no, I just uh, I'm pretty much agree with Josh. May is the best character, and I want to just say that I think it's actually fucking. It's like just fucking. I'm fucking glad she's not a ghost. Monica, uh, oh yeah, Monica yeah. Rial did a great job. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but I'm I'm glad she's not a ghost. I think it, I think it's actually I think it's pretty clever that she's not a ghost. If yes. they copped uh, out and made her a ghost from the beginning, I would have been like, all right, show. Oh, this is if this stupid. Was, if this was standard J horror, she would be a ghost. This isn't like this isn't Yuna too. in the this isn't Yuna in the haunted springs. All right, Josh, this is, you can't you can't bang the ghost in this Josh, show. Josh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Stop that was, that was, talking. That was so aggressive. Hold on, got <laughs> mad. Like I get it, okay, Zebek, but fuck, shut up. <laughs> Yes, hey, it's not even my favorite studio. Well, not anymore. Yeah, because they don't exist. Yeah, it's Dover Cohen, dude. Stop fighting. (laughs) No, Dad, I hate you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, we're doing this. All right. Uh, But uh, let's move on to least favorite. You were never my real son. (laughs) (laughs) we are witnessing the destruction of a family today on the podcast man Uh, i'm just trying to get us done by one (laughs) we're we're not at this point we're not gonna get we got more than enough time anyway um Let's talk about least favorite characters. Which this this cast is kind of bland. Uh, so there's a hard, so this is mostly a case of like which character is the most useless. I don't even remember uh, half of their names. Oh, the, the, he- the head of the head of counter affairs or whatever her name was. No, fuck Izumi. you. Yeah, she's a bitch. You a bitch? Oh, do you, Spencer, do you like Azumi? Yes, I do. I also I, like Azumi. Go fuck yourself. 
actually like Azumi too. I actually like Azumi too. I think she's actually really complex. Interesting. She's just one of the more interesting characters. Nah. There's a female character in this cast that's way more of a bitch. Oh yeah, I I know which one it is too. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, ask the formal question before we all get in each other's throats. All right. Which? Uh, all right, Spencer. Yeah. Who's your least favorite character of the entire show? Who's your least favorite character? I don't even know their name. Uh, but uh, mad shout out to uh, <laughs> motherfucker struck by lightning. Um, <laughs> motherfucker, he doesn't even have a name because he's a fu- he was a fucking in the flashback. flashback. <laughs> shout out to the flashback motherfucker that got struck by lightning. Is that or, your most favorite character? <laughs> or um, the other bitch's dead brother that got crushed by a fucking moving truck he wasn't even a character he was a plot device <laughs> yeah spencer you gotta actually pick someone like no no because because all the other characters are fucking boring josh they're boring characters yeah they that's why they suck they are dead to me some of them are actually dead to me okay <laughs> some of them are actually and, dead you're dead to me really fine then you're not allowed to pet my dog you're not allowed to my Whoa, birthday party. Okay, I mean... That's a little okay. far, dude. I mean, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry. You got sprayed by a skunk. So... <laughs> oh, yeah, he you're still that, allowed yeah. to pet my dog, but... Joke's on um, you. Uh, Joke's on you, I'm petting him right now. I, str- I mean, I'll go with the other chick, whatever the fuck her name is. Uh, uh which chick? There's like five there's women like in this six show. of them. <laughs> the psycho one that's like, I'm gonna kill you, Zuma. Oh, it's Takako. That's Talk it. She's like, she like goes, she gets in the fucking loudspeaker and you hear it. Oh, this uh, bitch. Attention, students. How are you doing? It's me. Uh, just letting you know that May is a bitch ass motherfucker. Uh, pissed, pissed on my on fucking my dead, wife. She pissed on my dead students, so I'm making a call out post to let her know that she's dead and kill her on sight. KOS. 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 And yeah, she's my least favorite too. Yeah, mine too. Bitch. Like it's literally Fuck okay. This bitch. It's, you know what? It's fine. Like, I'll resend. I'll resend my saying. She's just a bitch. Literally okay. Here's her entire purpose. She does nothing in the show until the last two episodes when they mm-hmm. find out we have to kill the dead one, and then all of a sudden she does a complete 180 and turns into a fucking psychopath. Like no, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> she's a bitch. No, go ahead. She's a bitch. She's a bitch, but at least her death is really satisfying. Yeah, because uh, the is fucking... Is she the one that gets impaled by a... Like a, a she, no, the staircase no, gives way, and she gets, like, the cord t- gets, tied around her hung. neck, and she gets oh, hung. Yeah, yeah she gets hung it. by the cables, which is, actually, like, which is really cool, which is really fucking satisfying. And Wait, fun. I thought she was the one that fell off the side and, like, did the, uh, snapped her neck and, you know, did, uh... Oh, no, that's... Yoga? Uh, I... I think her name is Yumi. She's voiced by I know she's voiced I, I know she's Yumi because she's voiced that's the her girl that's also voiced by Tiffany Grant. So Cause she did uh, yoga. She died by doing yoga. Yeah. She did a great yeah. fucking T pose on yeah. the ground. And yeah. she did a T pose and then fucking died and broke her neck and then fucking her bo- her body was still like in the air and I'm like, how is that even possible? But yes. I, I don't know, it looked cool. Yes. But yeah, everyone picked. I'm pretty sure everyone picked Takako. Yeah, uh, yeah, she. General consensus. She does nothing, and then all of a sudden she's like, "I'ma kill everyone," and like she okay. tried to. Hey, she tried to hurt May. That's illegal. She got the. She got what was coming to her though. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. She is. She what we call a bitch. Right. Also, yo, yo, shout out to uh, Takabayashi for just having a heart attack. Made me sock is ah, my heart. Oh. <laughs> a part of me wants to. A part of me wants to believe that that's the curse trying to stop. Like just like trying to like shut him up. Like ah, my heart. Like, like, <laughs> so in any case, let's, uh, let's talk about, like, uh, let's talk about some other stuff. Like, Fuck. talk about stuff we like. Let's talk about the animation, because Anim- the animation in this show. This show looks great. Mm-hmm. This show not, looks great. It's not even like it's super animated, just from a pure arts, uh, artwork perspective. Like, really strong art-wise. Yeah, this, yeah, and even then, the animation itself is actually consistently strong. When the show not- moves, it does look really nice, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout like, out a... to uh, Progressive Animation. Okay. Is that the actual name? That's what PA Works stands progressive for. Progressive Animation, animation. Works. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually didn't know that. Right. I was yeah, today years old when I learned that. <laughs> yep, it stands for Progressive Animation Works because yeah. they do many different styles. All right. Uh, but it, uh, but it, uh, I, I, I actually think this show looks uh, fucking, this show looks fucking great. I love have like 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 the like there's a couple of fight scenes near the end of the show and they look really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they move really fast too. Uh, and I uh, fucking I also love like the, the the sound design in this show too. This show has great great fucking sound design, particularly when it, no particularly whenever there's no music. Uh, yeah, the the show knows how to utilize mm-hmm. silence. Yeah, uh, really well, and the score is really great. The score is really great too. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I, that's what happens though when we get Ko Otani, the the legendary Ko Otani, who did the music for Shadow of the Fucking Colossus, to do the music to oh. the show. Yeah. Uh, um, since, and he also since, did. The, hmm? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say since we're talking about music, let's talk about the OP. The OP's fucking whips, dude. It the fucking OP's slaps. Fucking mm-hmm. alley. I love Alley Project. I love Alley Project so much. Might be one of the best OPs, like, or at least you know, it, it's one of the most recognizable OPs. Yeah. In terms of horror, it's one of the best horrors, dude. Like best horror OPs. Yeah, I'd say that Higarashi has. Oh, Higurashi's got my fa- Higurashi, uh at least both uh Higurashi the first season has my favorite horror OP, but like Yeah, well close. I'm talking with yeah, talking with the first OP. Parasite Parasite the Maxim, yeah, yeah. has uh what the fuck? It's fear and loathing. loathing yeah. Thank you, Fear and Loving. I can remember the name the band name. <laughs> but guess what? You're in luck, guys, because the next two OPs are fucking Okay. <laughs> Dude, King's Game slaps. Like, King's Game don't even slaps. give me that shit. Fine. King's Game slaps. Lost Village. I don't even remember it. <laughs> I skipped it. Uh, Was it uh, great? Uh, fucking, uh, but yeah, this, uh, the OP of this is Alley Project, and I love Alley Project. So this is a... Uh, and they they kill it. They absolutely fucking kill it. They also did the East Code Geass. I was just gonna ask about that. Yeah, the, they did. They did uh, two EDs. To uh, they did the first and fourth EDs. To it, it, it's because their sound is so distinct. Yeah, they, try. I dare you to try to sing their fucking songs. I dare you. Like it's fucking like they speak so fast um, compared to other 
OB. It's like, you know that's that one part of the FMA Brotherhood, like again by Yui, where it's like Yeah, that part. Or making pancakes. This one is specifically for um for me and Josh. The Aho Girl OP. Ah, yes. Try fucking singing that OP. Yeah, but like, yeah, Ali Project, all their OP, all their songs are like that. They're all like super fast and super. They're like. The I, I always call Ali Project the evanescence of Japan because that's pretty much what they are because they have that similar <laughs> sound. Uh, but, um, but yeah, they're great. Uh, fucking the OP slaps. Anything else we want to mention as positives before we get into negatives? Because this is a couple I want to bring up for negative stuff. Um, so. The direction. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Direction. Uh, Tsuchimu uh, Mizushima kills it. He absolutely fucking kills it. He does great work. He, Which is funny because he's gone on since another to mostly do fucking cute girl shows. Uh, huh. Specifically, Girls Owned Panzer and yep. Magnificent Kotobuki and yep. pro- Prison School? Wait. What? <laughs> what? One of these things is not like the other. And he also did Shirobako. Uh, yeah, so I like his work. I actually think he's a really talented director. Uh, and he clearly loves horror. Because uh, yeah. this, this, this just bleeds horror. Like, this like it, even, even though I'm not a hugely fond of this show, all things considered, the direction is what stood out to me on rewatch. Like, this yeah. is some grade A direction. It really plays hard into the, the horror atmosphere. And it's yeah. it's got really great framing and editing on top of that, and it's it's all really well done. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's move into some negatives because I have because I have my big negative that I'll bring <laughs> so I have my big negative I want to bring after y'all. Uh, uh, Shane, take it away because you're going to take up most of this. So. <laughs> Don't die. You're so fucking stupid. Here's a negative. What's character building? Okay, I'm going to go first just because I've already kind of said my spiel about the show. Way too fucking serious. It takes itself so goddamn seriously, and it from the start, it expects you as the audience member to do the same. We are going to be incredibly serious about this. Please take it on the same level that we are, and I'm sorry, but I just cannot. Because when you've got all these ridiculous deaths... When you've got non-sex, I was almost I was almost gonna say non-sexual, but non. Okay. But non. Fuck! Shut up. When you got nonsensical bullshit, that's just like, huh? And you've got like cardboard cutout characters that I could literally care less about. I'm sorry, but I can't take any of this shit seriously. When the first death happens, an umbrella girl gets stabbed through the neck, and my first instinct is to laugh out loud and almost piss myself laughing. You got a problem there because that's not the that's not the reaction that the show wants you to have, but that's just the reaction that I naturally have cuz it's so fucking ridiculous. It's hilarious. I just I just can't take it seriously. That's that's just my biggest pet peeve. That's what brings the show down for me so much. It's just it takes itself way too seriously and I can't do the same for it because it's not giving me much to go on. All right. Uh, that's, Shane, all I, uh, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, Josh? Yeah, Shane basically covered the exact same way I feel. 
lack of character building way 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 too serious it's like yo guys this person just died (laughs) (laughs) wait you weren't supposed to laugh what do you mean that was a funny death but guys look she tripped and died (laughs) It, it does take itself a little too serious and expects us to do the same, but it's it uh, and yeah, cardboard man. You ever yeah. you ever watch a show where cardboard can walk around? You got like car. You got like a, you know you got like piles of cardboard boxes in your garage. That's the cast of another. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part, there's only like two or three that aren't cardboard. Yeah, and then there's just the bullshit that makes no sense. Hey guys. <laughs> I got crushed by a chandelier, but I survived, so I'm going to run away. <laughs> Joke's on you, nothing personnel, kid. I mean, I, I have a feeling we're going to talk about the ending, because I think that's one of the things Matt wants to bring up. But, who, 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 okay. Spencer, uh, uh, do you have any right. negatives? Yes. So let's just talk about the ending. Yeah, okay, uh, let's just rip this band-aid off. Yeah, okay, let's rip it off because uh, uh, most of the listen. problems with this ending is that it's a fucking is that it makes zero sense, particularly in regards to this adaptation, considering that uh from what I understand, this is just me going off from what I've read because I had to read up on it because I didn't get what the fuck was going on. Um Um most of the stuff they reveal in this final episode is stuff that's revealed, like, that should have been revealed in the first two episodes. And it's cool. stuff that's revealed. Yeah, so, like, yeah. But in a desperate attempt to try to, like, keep a, the reveal a surprise, they made it, they basically kept it to the end in order to, like, get a last-minute twist out of the way. And I, look... And like, like, look, I like it makes sense in context. The clues are there. Unfortunately, the fact is, is that it it's presented in the most convoluted, but confusing way possible. There oh, is yeah. No- okay. My thing with this ending is the whole the whole yeah. twist at the end is that they finally find out who the dead person I- is. It's Reiko, Re- yeah. his, his, Koichi's aunt, who's also apparently the teacher. So it's a double twist. And then Mm. that wouldn't be so much of an issue. Like, I agree with Matt. The seeds were planted there for that to make sense in the end. The thing that doesn't make sense about it is that there's this whole flashback scene where they they show her dying and Koichi going to her funeral. And they know that she's dead. But she's just there. And they don't acknowledge it at all. Like you, you want you know she's dead. You went to her funeral. You saw the body. What, what is her manifestation then? Is she a ghost? Is she a vision? It like this. Is this me, is I, I, this is what would have happened if they had made May a ghost. This kind of confusing, contrived bullshit yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, the they did. I yeah, fucking they never. Uh, um, go ahead, Spencer. I was just gonna say, like y'all completely cut me off. Y'all took over this. I just wanted to say before y'all continue, I just want to say about my piece real quick. I um, which is the ending to this is a Scooby-Doo mystery. <laughs> um, in the sense that it works 
based off of the same logic as the old 60s Scooby-Doo cartoons, where there are some actual clues in the show, in, in the episode, that will help you to kind of guesstimate or narrow down who the, the ghost is, quote-unquote. But at the very end, they always throw in some stuff that nobody could have known because they didn't show you. It's just like, oh, yeah, while, while I was off screen, I looked through their financial records and saw that the, it, that, that, that the insurance was written under his name. So I figured out who it was because of this. And as a kid who was interested and still likes Scooby-Doo mysteries, um, it's kind of bullshit when you make a mystery look like that. Because then it's not a mystery. You're just telling people the answer. Yeah. That's called a surprise. You can have a surprise and it be surprising, but a mystery is supposed to be able to be figured out. And if you don't and if you keep clues close to your chest, you're not gonna have a, a satisfying ending. And while I was surprised that Reiko was the extra student, some of the stuff that, that they showed was Stuff that they didn't. So it's like so it's like I felt cheated out of the ending of this anime because they withheld information from me. And that just goes back to what Matt was saying about shitty adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no. Most... Now, no, go. I, I just want to say. <laughs> yeah, most of it is just sh- shitty adaptation. I do like though how they never explain what the calamity actually is. I think that's yes. a smart oh. thing to do uh, mm-hmm. because once you explain it. The horror is gone, um, and I think that the leaving it as kind of like this this thing that happens, this force of nature, uh, I think is probably the is the best way to go. Particularly because in J horror, you can't yeah they don't stop the uh, the, the threat. They, you never stop the threat. You just move it to somebody else uh, instead. It. Let's take so, the calamity and push, and it, push somewhere it somewhere else. else. That's pretty much what they did, uh, but they lived through it, so it's okay. Um, except for the majority of the class, that most of them class are dead. fucking. <laughs> most of them, well, are like dead. the other people, they're fine. Yeah, <laughs> most of the main cast is alive, uh, but so like there's that. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, uh, I think we're pretty much done here, though. Unless there's yeah. anything else anyone wants to bring mm, up, no, no, I think I I put out my two cents on this. Are we good for final scores then? Yep. yep. What are your final scores, everyone? I'll start with uh, Josh, because this is the one he picked. So let's go with him first. For the show I picked, another the hit 2012 anime by PA Works, I give it a 7 out of 10. You know what? Solid. Solid score. All right. Spencer? For the hit anime and taking everything into consideration, thinking about it for like three weeks now, or two weeks now, um, I give... The hit 2011 animation. 2012. Another, 2012. Who gives a shit? That's cool. Uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. Mm, oh. Nice. Oh, okay. Saw that, saw that right. coming. All right, Shane, what do you give it? I'm. Yeah, in the end, I'm going to be the one that's the most harsh on this because I'm sorry, but I can't get past all the stupid bullshit this show throws at me while expecting me to take it completely straight-faced. I'm not going to be as harsh as I was originally going to be because there is a lot of good redeeming qualities here. It's just, it's to me, it's not, it doesn't live up to its full potential. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give another a solid 
six out of ten because there's there's some good stuff here but in the end i can't see it i can't see it more than just eh. i respect that shane all right matt's gonna have the biggest one though yeah all right I, I really want to be a bitch right now and give it something like a stupid high score, but no, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Uh, I almost if it if it if the ending was better crafted, this would have been a nine for me. I thought you were uh, going to give it, a nine. but unfortunately, the ending is dumb. So what we're so what we're going to do? So it's a, so it's an eight. Um, it's an eight. However, it is a very strong eight out of ten. Uh, think of it as like an eight point. Uh, 8.5 if you will it's not an 8.5 we don't do point scores <laughs> no uh, we don't do that bullshit <laughs> that uh, gives so- us Matthew, mm-hmm. that gives us an average score of 7.25 out of 10 that sounds Which is pretty like, much yeah that sounds exactly like the mouse score <laughs> i have a feeling that's exactly what the mouse score is mm-hmm. so, so so congratulations we are the general consensus <laughs> nice shout out uh, to us uh, where we did nothing different. All right, so, uh, uh, so, and I think that now we move on to our uh, next week. Uh, well, in the month of spoop, we're gonna be moving on to our next pick for <laughs> our next pick oh, for uh, for uh, month of spoop. Where it uh, where Sp- Spencer, can you do the honors? The next animation that we'll be watching is the hit. Was it 2015? I think it was. 2016. I don't know if it's a hit, okay. but <laughs> the the extraordinarily well made and not confusing at all <laughs> horror animation, The Lost Village, uh, written by Mario Okuda. Um, this is my pick, and me and Shane have already watched it. Honestly, I've dude, it I've been sitting on this one, and I think my score is actually going down. <laughs> Going wait, down? Wait, yeah. Going yeah. Down. Yeah. Yeah. It, it oh, it gets worse as you think about it. It's oh, just wonderful. it. It makes no sense, and it's just boring most of the time. But, but we'll hey, get to that next to that first episode, though. Yeah, it's a solid episode. I guess. Oh, first episode. Where they so spend the first half see... just introducing the characters. We will see you next week. Yeah. Next same, week. Same. Same. Bat time, same bat channel. Same bat time, same bat channel. We're not Batman, but we're not. All right, guys. Copyright infringement. I gotta go walk down the. I gotta go walk down the stairs with my umbrella. Wait, wait, wait! wait, Be careful! I I gotta go swimming in this lake. I sure hope a boat doesn't run me over. Well, hang on, hang on a sec. I gotta go. I gotta go escape from the chandelier, guys. I'll be. I'll be right back. Oh see no, the no, umbrella right. tripped. Ah! All right. All right. We'll see you next time, folks. Right. Oh no, we'll it's a boat. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Bye. Man.